0: Welcome to the Tortoise Quick Take Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Today, a senior member of Tortoise provides a timely update on trending topics in the market.
1: Hi, this is Jean-Luc Delamaz, London-based Senior Portfolio Manager with the Tortoise Ecofin platform. Uh, The point of our message today is to give you an update on what we believe is the possible impact of how the Brexit talks are progressing on, a few weeks ahead of the 29th of March, 2019 deadline. This is based on our observations and hypothesis. However, it must be stressed that we are not political commentators, so this is simply our opinion rather than fact, and should in no circumstances be used as the basis of any investment decisions. UK Prime Minister Theresa May is actually in Brussels today to try to seal a last-minute deal with the EU authorities. At such a late stage in the process, we think it is worth asking ourselves the following question. What if the financial markets were to be proved overly optimistic about the outcome of Brexit talks? Clearly, there remains a good chance that a deal will be signed at the very last minute next month between the UK and the EU. But we are surprised to see how confident the public opinion and financial markets seem to be about such a scenario. In a recent paper published on 28th of January 2019, J.P. Morgan was attributing a mere 5% chance to a no-deal scenario on 29th of March. A few days before, on 21st of January, Goldman Sachs strategists attributed subjective odds of 10% to the no-deal scenario. The firm has since then raised the probability to 15%, which remains fairly low. Overall, it seems that financial markets are attributing an approximately 80% chance to scenarios which investors could consider positive, i.e. either a last-minute deal or an extension of the negotiation period or the launch of a second Brexit referendum, which could reverse the outcome of the June 2016 one. We are actually surprised and concerned that the probability of a no-deal hard Brexit scenario is largely ignored by equity markets. Even if Theresa May managed to sign a deal with the EU for an orderly Brexit, she may struggle to get it approved by the Parliament. The Prime Minister suffered a blow this morning as three Tory MPs have resigned from the party to join an independent group formed last week by dissatisfied Labour MPs. Last week, also, Theresa May's motion to back her current negotiation strategy was rejected by 303 votes to 258. So, this recent series of events shows that the Prime Minister's stated confidence that she could gain support to a last-minute revised deal may be overly optimistic. This clearly increases the risk of a hard Brexit, even by default. We think that the risk that the EU and the UK cannot find an agreement by 29th of March is probably much more significant than the market assumes, potentially as high as a 50% possibility. So what happens on 29th of March 2019 if no UK-EU deal has been reached? We believe that risks are skewed to the downside. Two main scenarios. The first scenario is no extension to the two-year negotiation period which was triggered in March 2017 by the exercise of Article 50 of the EU Treaty. If the UK Parliament rejects any extension of the talks, we enter into proper hard Brexit, i.e. EU treaties stop being applied to the UK from day one. This would be highly unknown territory with a significant risk of supply chain disruptions and of the UK economy going into recession. The main stock market implications could be the following. Sterling could drop by as much as 10, 15% going towards parity with the Euro, Admittedly, though, that risk could be limited by the fact that the British currency has already fallen by over 10% since the June 2016 referendum against both the U.S. dollar and the euro. UK yields could fall with a steepening yield curve due to an inflationary context. Sovereign risk could increase for the whole UK and EU zone. U.S. dollar exposed names could get a boost on the equity markets, but UK utilities typically may be hit by the risk of new general elections with the threat of Jeremy Corbyn, the leader of the Labour opposition party, to gain power and implement his public services nationalization program. A second scenario is the extension of the Article 15 negotiation period, which would have to be at the UK's request. Negotiations could then continue for another few weeks or months, but the extension is unlikely to be for more than three months. Because beyond three months, the UK could have to organize European parliamentary elections before the start of the new EU Parliament session, due to start on 2nd of July 2019. The UK would have to justify the request for extension by either the intention to organize a new Brexit referendum or general elections stock market implications could be the following. Uncertainty could persist. Sterling currency could see a short-lived relief rally. And then two possibilities. Either Theresa May's weakened political position forces her into general elections. This could be a worst case scenario for equity markets in our view, given how unclear the current polls are, showing 35 to 40% for each of the Tory and Labour parties. The so-called carbon risk could dominate with threats of nationalization of UK water, power, and rail networks. This could be bad for UK equities overall. Or, second possibility, the Parliament votes for a second referendum. This could represent a boost to equity markets, in our view, as chances of the remain scenario could be enhanced. Note that current polls actually show 56% in favor of the remain camp against 44% for Brexit versus 52 to 48% Brexit lead in the June 2016 vote. This could still be pretty tight and uncertain. So in conclusion, we see that only five weeks away from the 29th of March deadline, equity markets still attribute a very high probability to an orderly Brexit scenario. Risks are clearly skewed to the downside, if such scenario is proved wrong. A hard Brexit could heavily destabilize UK and EU economies. It could also introduce major political uncertainty in the UK with the risk of general elections, with the main opposition party suggesting stringent nationalizations as part of its program. Only a second referendum could then leave the door open to a still possible full reversal of the brexit process that's it for today hope you find those comments useful have a nice day
0: thank you for joining us and stay tuned for our next cast have topics you want covered or other feedback to share write us at info@tortoiseadvisors.com. nothing contained in this communication constitutes tax legal or investment advice investors must consult their tax advisor or legal counsel for advice and information concerning their particular situation This podcast contains certain statements that may include forward-looking statements. All statements other than statements of historical fact included herein are forward-looking statements. Although Tortoise believes that the expectations reflected in these forward-looking statements are reasonable, they do involve assumptions, risks, and uncertainties, and these expectations may prove to be incorrect. Actual events could differ materially from those anticipated in these forward-looking statements as a result of a variety of factors you should not place undue reliance on these forward-looking statements. This podcast reflects our views and opinions as of the date herein, which are subject to change at any time based on market and other conditions. We disclaim any responsibility to update these views. These views should not be relied on as investment advice or an indication of trading intention discussion or analysis of any specific company related news or investment sectors are meant primarily as a result of recent newsworthy events surrounding those companies or by way of providing updates on certain sectors of the market tortoise through its family of registered investment advisors does provide investment advice to tortoise related funds and others that includes investment into those sectors or companies discussed in these podcasts as a result Curtis does stand to beneficially profit from any rise in value from many of the companies mentioned herein, including companies within the investment sectors, broadly discussed.